So today we're gonna talk about this, man. Big bank take little bank, man. So listen, man. So it's important for us to look at bank earnings. Bank earnings were so important this week. Why? Because of SVB, because of the small banks falling down. And I want to say something. This was a mark my word. I said JP Morgan will benefit from these banks collapsing. I said that. JP Morgan, so even though this was first quarter, JP Morgan just said, and we have 50 million in new accounts. JP Morgan Chase said, we have added 50 million in new accounts. So watch this. Big banks are on the rise, and I told people this. People that's in the bigger banks not worried about the banks falling. Why? Because they definitely just move different. So what happened? JP Morgan today crushed it. Revenue, profit rose 52%. Wells Fargo, 45%. Citibank, 23%. And profit! The reason why I said something, y'all, I said, yo, we are in a position, so when Trap say something, I want y'all to listen instead of always just, like, wanting to fight me all the time. I'm okay with a good debate. Right? I'm okay with a good debate when you get the research. Right? I'm always open for a financial debate. I love that. I'm not always right. But I know when I bring you something, I'm bringing it to you because I've researched. I'm speaking to you from a mixture of emotion and data. Most people who are speaking to me are speaking to me of what, cuz? They speaking to me of emotion. Because they simply just don't agree with what I'm saying. It's okay to not agree. But are you not agreeing because of data? Or are you not agreeing because you just don't like me? A lot of times we get the messenger and the message mixed up. All right, so watch this. Here's what I, here's, even though all of them increased in profit, Here's the one thing I did look at, Jose. J.P. Morgan Chase, Wells Fargo, and Citibank all together, but individually, allotted $2 billion on the side for bad loans. It's called loss aversion. So what they did was, they said, yo, check this out. Our profits grew, our revenues grew, we all grew more depositors. But check this out. There's also people, there's also people out here spending money that they do not have. So we're going to put $2 billion on the side for the people who gonna flip, who gonna flop. Watch this. What did we say earlier? We said when the information and the Money come together, you can execute. Here's what JP Morgan and everybody else know. People don't have information. So people with no information do what? Mess up money. People with no information blow money. So because the bank got the data and the bank got the money, they're going to put some other money in position for people like you who they know not going to Pay the loan. All right, let's go a little further. I ain't going to beat that up too long. This is the crazy part. The people grew their revenue during the turmoil in March. Through the chaos. Did we not say that? 
What did we say? Hey, bro, J.P. Morgan, they're going to get bigger. Watch this. It's great. It's great to be a mega bank even, if, even in a bank crisis. The largest bank in the U.S. is thriving in a world full of rising interest rates. With all those new banks, with all those new depositors, I want you to pay attention. Next, next, just mark my word. Episode 38, Jose. Episode 38. I'm about to tell you who's going to win in this. Because I told my trap master this before. You got to understand how a bank makes money. Now, J.P. Morgan don't make money like this, but guess who do? Wells Fargo. Watch how much money Wells Fargo make next earnings report off of overdraft fees. Watch how much money Wells Fargo make next earnings off of overdraft fees because the people who coming from the small banks and the credit union ran who going to the bigger banks they don't understand that Wells Fargo makes a killing off of overdraft fees you got to understand how your bank makes money JP Morgan Chase don't make a lot of money off overdraft fees they make the majority of their money off what wealth management they're the big bank they make money off giving big businesses money Check this out. Wells Fargo, they make a lot of money off fees. They're a fee-based bank. Watch how money Wells Fargo makes next month off overdraft fees. What's good, Trappers, man? It's your boy, the Wall Street Trapper. Right now, I want to invite you to an amazing experience full of value. That is my community, Trappers Anonymous. It's 100% the greatest fundamental investing community on the market. Listen, your portfolio should be a masterpiece. And the only way we get you there is if we help you to learn how to invest with confidence. Now listen, I get it. Like you don't know a lot about stocks or maybe you've heard people say how much money they lost in stocks, but I can guarantee you one, because they weren't in the community and two, they lack the information. Our goal in Travels Anonymous is to help you, really to hold your hand on the journey to becoming a confident investor, learning how to navigate through the different events that the stock market goes through to take you from panic to encouragement. There's there's no better time than now. This is an opportunity only for those who are willing to be on the journey. So listen, man, click the link below. Come join me in Travis Anonymous, man. I will see you in one of our many classes, whether it's Moat Monday, whether it's the two-hour class we do on Sunday, or whether it's just a book club. Everything is geared toward making you a better investor so you can triple your network and turn your last name to an asset. It's your boy, Wall Street Traveler. See you in the trap. Since we're talking about banks, I definitely want to go to the whiteboard and explain a bank. The bank that sells coffee. The bank that sells coffee. The bank that sells coffee. You know who that bank is? You know who that bank is, cuz? I'm about to show you the bank that sells coffee, cuz. The bank that sells coffee. Starbucks. Starbucks is the bank that sells coffee. Do y'all want to talk about it for a second? 
Let's talk about it for a second. Before we get into the bank that sells coffee, let's first get into this. Did you know this? Between 1997 and 2016, the average Starbucks is built in developing neighborhoods. All right? I said that for a reason. Because I want you to understand something. In that time, in that time, watch this. Watch this. I'm about to blow your brain. In that time, between 1997 and 2016, the average home near Starbucks has increased 56 to 97% in value. Starbucks was essential and critical at putting Starbucks in developing and growing neighborhoods. On average, between 1997 and 2016, the average house in that area has increased between 56% and 97% just from the revenue and what Starbucks does to an economy. That's the equivalent to LeBron James going to a team and every, listen, when LeBron James left Cleveland, the people was mad because all the stores around there, the sales went down. That is what a Starbucks does to a neighborhood. We're going to just start right there. So, what do you think happens when Starbucks negotiates with an environment? Yo, we about to build a Starbucks right here. You can have two Starbucks in a five block radius. I swear I see it all the time. You have one on one side of the street and in five blocks you have another on the other side of the street. Bro, it is hard. They understand. They understand what it takes. Here's what I want you to understand. And they don't discriminate. They put them everywhere. They put them everywhere. They just find the best place in the hood to put it at. You'll find a Starbucks in the... In the hood, you find a Starbucks. A Starbucks is in the hood. They don't discriminate, but they add value to every ecosystem they belong to. This is not this is not me guessing here. This is this is real research. This is strategy. All right, let's go a little further. Now we're gonna get into now we're gonna get into the bank that sell coffee. Why is this? Why is this? Starbucks has 1.6 billion in unused revenue from gift card rewards. Soon as I say that, it made sense. 1.6 billion. 1.6 billion. So watch this. That don't got nothing to do with the coffee sales. We talking about from the gift card. 
We talking about from, from reward members. That ain't no coffee. That ain't no muffin. That ain't no sales revenue, Jose. That's the reward. That's the, that's the card. So watch this. Ooh, I got Jose in the, I got him in a bind, y'all. I got Jose in a bind. I got Jose in a bind, y'all. So watch this. Let's go a little further. Let's go a little further. Well, trap, what that, what that mean, though? What that mean, though? They also have 196 million in cash from re- Ward points. So here's how this goes. You load cash on the card. You get points in return the points by coffee. Hear me out. Hear me out. Ooh, this how they go. Check it out, check it out, check it out, check it out, check it out. Money turn into points. Points equal product. But let me show y'all something. Let me show y'all something. The only, there's only two things here that's tangible. There's only two things here that's tangible. The tangible is the money and the product. That's the only two things that's tangible, right? Hear me, hear me well. Hear me, hear me well. Starbucks has a competitive advantage. A few of them. Brand name, community, network. So watch this. Watch this. Because I'm about to show y'all how dope it is Starbucks is 100% the apple of coffee. Let's say this again. Starbucks is the apple of coffee. Stop trying to buy Starbucks right now. The stock market closed. 97% <laughs> of Starbucks users don't mind price increase. Starbucks increased the price of products at least 10% a year. So watch this. As I increase the price, what I give you in points is not in void. Does that make sense? Jose, think about this. I see you looking. Hear it out. If I increase the price to a point over time, well, the price of two cups of coffee essentially buy you one cup of coffee, then what I give you in points don't matter anyway. The points aren't real. They're an illusion. The whole idea is to get the money. But watch this. We go a little further. Everybody looking at Apple. We're going to talk about that. But Starbucks is Starbucks is fintech. Starbucks is financial technology. Trap, how is Starbucks financial technology? Because you got to use the Starbucks app. The Starbucks app is where the money is. Now they have a platform of technology 
where they can say outside of the Starbucks product, we have a fin of financial technology, our app, the app makes them fintech, where we have over $196 million in cash and over $1.6 billion in revenue. This free money. This don't got nothing to do with product. Oh my God. Let's go a little further. With $1.6 billion, billion in revenue, with $196 million in cash, they actually have more on-hand cash than the average bank. With $196 million in cash, they actually have more money than the average bank, and the money is consistently growing. Why? Because the people who go to Starbucks need it at least once a day. <laughs> 